Welcome to Let's Talk About Life, a weekly podcast brought to you by LifeBank, the organ, eye, and tissue recovery agency in Northeast Ohio. Donation can be a complicated subject, but it is really all about life. So spend a few minutes as we unravel the complexities of donation. So come on, let's talk about life. This year, LifeBank has been celebrating 35 years of saving and healing lives. If you think about that for just a moment, that means hundreds of thousands of lives have been touched by the work of LifeBank. We know that in these 35 years, LifeBank has recovered the gifts of life from more than 3,400 organ donors and more than 10,600 transplants were performed because of these donor heroes. We can't forget the hundreds of thousands of lives that have been enhanced and healed because of the generosity of thousands of tissue donors who offer the gift of hope and sight. Really, it's amazing to look back and revel in all that we have accomplished. However, as much fun as that would be, to remain successful in our mission, LifeBank has to be laser-focused on year 36 and beyond. Our board of directors and senior leadership have been looking ahead and strategizing to keep LifeBank on target to save more lives than ever before through the legacy of organ, eye, and tissue donation. Hi, you're listening to episode 88 of Let's Talk About Life. I'm your host, Colleen Gerber, kidney recipient and proud LifeBank staff member. And I'm super excited today because we have with us in the studio, Gordon Bowen, who hasn't been here in a while, but it's a perfect time for Gordon to discuss some of the exciting and challenging things for 2022. Gordon, as I mentioned, this is both an exciting and challenging time, not only for LifeBank, but for healthcare in general. We have adapted, we've swerved, we've rethought strategies and met the ever-changing realities of working in a pandemic. What has LifeBank done to respond to the impact of COVID-19 and how do you see things playing out in the beginning of the new year? Well, thanks, Colleen. It's glad to be back and I have missed you. Uh, it's been a little while, but again, you're doing a lot of great work out there promoting organized tissue donation. So thank you for that. I mean, I think for us, God, we're going on two years now of COVID and, uh, you know, number one thing will always be uh, forefront for me is the safety of our staff uh, and a shout out to them. Last two years have been very difficult for them, but I'm so proud of them for stepping up and using one of my favorite words in this industry, which is flexibility. You know, in and outside of LifeBank, we've had to redo everything. You know, we've had to make all the necessary changes to make sure we serve our mission. So, yes, yeah, so for us, organ donation, we had some impact in that area. Uh, we were in the uh, donor hospitals and working with donor families, some via telephone versus face-to-face. That was very difficult for our team. But again, we're able to do everything we can to make organ donation and save and heal more lives happen. Uh, tissue donation was a little bit different. Uh, you have to realize there's more and more tissue donor cases, more opportunities. About 95% of donors can meet the criteria for tissue donation. So larger impact there. You have to realize, too, that we send tissue to processors. And I think people don't realize that uh, we've had a lot more rollouts of COVID donors. But also with elective surgeries being down nationally, 
the need for tissue has dropped as well. So we've had to work closer with our processors to make that work. But our tissue team is, is paramount. They have done great job stepping in. And our call center that does a phenomenal job as well. Uh, I get monthly reports from the director there saying how many cases. I mean, we're talking about a couple of hundred to 600 cases a month are ruled out today because of COVID. So uh, it's a lot. But again, hats off to our staff for making this happen. It's amazing how it does affect almost every industry and it touches everybody. What are some exciting changes that you're looking forward to in 2022 in terms of organ eye and tissue donation? Well, there's a lot. I mean, for on the side of organ donation, uh, I'm not sure the audience is aware, but we're certified by CMS, which is the Center of Medicare and Medicaid Services. So every four years, we come up for recertification. This year ends one cycle. We start a new cycle in August of 2022. And uh, the key areas, uh, which has always been paramount for us, but the key areas is the donation rate and the transplant rate. So there's new definitions for that. And also in 2022, we're starting a strategic plan, which, which is a three-year 2022 to 2024. So it aligns with the CMS regulations. So what we're focusing on uh, next year and this year, Colleen, is we're really going to restructure a lot of our clinical area, especially in the area of organ donation, to make sure that we are where we need to be, that we devote a lot more time than ever uh, to focus on our donor hospitals. We talked about COVID earlier. You have to realize the healthcare turnover. We've been very fortunate where we don't have a lot at LifeBank, but in the healthcare setting, it's just um, taken over quite a bit. So what can we do to work with our donor hospitals, you know, the ICUs, the ERs, the operating rooms to make this transition as easy as possible to help us recover more donors and organs as well? You know, that includes 24-hour coverage for us. Sometimes we're not able to, to be in the hospital 24 hours a day but we're going to be adding additional staff to allow us to be in there so that we're there at all end-of-life decisions with families and increase in that area. Uh, we also review all the death records of all the donors, that, potential donors that come through. So we added another person to help us in that area to make sure we don't miss donors, that potential donors are not late or they're not missed. That's key for us. So again, we've always had a great relationship with our donor hospitals, but I think that's an area we're going to focus on as well. And then on the transplant side, you know, we've hired a transplant center liaison that's going to help us review all of the organs that didn't get transplanted. I think the audience is probably aware this year, uh, basically, there's national broader sharing for every organ. So again, we need to build relationships with transplant centers that historically we haven't worked with. We love the Cleveland Clinic and University Hospitals, but unfortunately, a lot of those organs are no longer staying in Cleveland. They're going elsewhere. So we're going to have to figure out ways to, to work with all those transplant surgeons and centers and determine what type of organ do you need? You know, can you accept ones that you haven't historically accepted? And then the other thing we're going to focus on is, is ex vivo transplants, where you put not only kidneys on a pump, but next year we'll be able to put hearts and lungs and livers on pumps as well, which extends the cold time, which will allow more time to place organs and get them transplanted. So that's some key areas for us next year. We're going to look a, look a lot different here at LifeBank with some of the clinical staff that we need to add to make sure that we continue to pursue our mission. Gordon, that certainly is exciting, but I think at the same time, really challenging. We know that there is a need and people pass away on the waiting list. And so gearing up and looking at things differently is certainly something that we're so excited about doing and saving and healing more lives. 
Is there anything else that we're looking forward to in 2022? Yes, I think from the community outreach standpoint, we're always looking at more ways to increase uh, donor registration because, again, the more registered donors that we have, the less opportunity for someone to say no, right? So, you know, we're doing a lot of things. You know, we've done the billboard campaign. We've done quite a few presentations this year. Social media is key for us. More and more people are going that path. Are we getting the brand new website? Just supposed to come out later this in December, I believe, finalized. Make it a lot easier to be able to uh, register to be a donor. And then uh, House Bill 21 passed le- earlier this year, which doesn't kick into next October, but it allows people to register when they're renewing their license plates. Going into the BMVs are not like they used to be. They're still not all open. They're still not as operational as they used to be. And plus with driver's license going to eight years for a lot of age groups, that's key. So this is another opportunity. It also increases opportunities to increase money to the Second Chance Trust Fund So those dollars go to use to uh, educate people throughout the whole state of Ohio. So again, you can raise dollars for that. And then also you become a registered donor when you register your license plates and renew those on an annual basis. So when you go in to get your new tags, they'll ask you if you want to be an organization. Yeah, or you can do it online. You know, they send your paper at home. You can go in online, complete it right there. So again, more details to come out about that. It's not going to be implemented until October, but that's another uh, great opportunity. And I think always we have to build alliances with people maybe we hadn't in the past to get stronger across the board and looking at that as well. So a lot going on. We're up for the task. It's all going back to uh, our mission, vision, and values. Well, it is a lot going on. And these are great opportunities to save more lives. And that's the bottom line. So if a person is on the Ohio Donor Register, they're much more likely to become an organ donor than somebody who doesn't provide their donation decision. Exactly. I mean, if they're registered, we've said this many, many times, families are are dealing with a difficult time of their life when someone comes as a referral to us. And to know that that decision's already been made in advance makes it so much easier for the family. So anything we can do for anyone out in the audience today that knows someone that's not registered, uh, I'll, I'll do a bold request that between now and the end of the year that you ask five people to become a registered organ donor. It's pretty simple. It can be done in two to three minutes online and it will help us with our calls. Excellent. Excellent. I love a bold request. Is there anything in the area of community outreach and events for 2022 that you would like to talk about? Well, you know, we always have events and that's, that's a good thing. Some of my favorite days are these events. We do have dates, the Gift of Life Walk and Run, which will be in person next year. A location to be determined, still working out those details, but that date is going to be August 6th. It's on a Saturday. We're just waiting to find out if we can do this back at Blossom, or if not, uh, we can probably do it here in Warrensville Heights. We're already set up for that, but we're hoping that nothing sets us back to where we can't go in person with that. Over the Edge, the repelling fundraiser that we've done for two years. We're going to do it for a third year. It's, that date is on September the 1st and 2nd. And the good thing about that, registration for both of these events are going to open at an all-time record date, which is going to be sometime in January of 2022, so that people can build their teams, start raising funds early, et cetera. And we're also excited uh, about the donor memorial service. Again, one of my favorite days of the year where we're able to honor donors. We're hoping to bring that back as a live event or a virtual combo hybrid event. So just stay tuned. We'll be sending it out on social media updates as they occur, but that's three big events that we typically have and so proud of each of those. 
and they're all so moving and such tributes to our donor and our donor no families, doubt. each one of them. And those and, waiting, yeah, yeah, all, all the above. Absolutely. And obviously the caveat here is, depending on the state of things, when August and September and October rolls around, but we are really excited about seeing and interacting with our families again. That's something that we all miss here at LifeBank. Gordon, anything else you want to wrap up with? No, I just think with everything that's happened this year and what's happening in the future, you know, our, our values don't change, which, you know, our service, teamwork, integrity, commitment, innovation, and quality, and everything we've talked about today, Colleen, all aligns with those six. And uh, it all ties back to our mission of, of saving and healing lives through organized tissue donation. And uh, again, we're so proud of the work we do here and what we, the impact we have on the community. And we just need more people to say yes to donation and we'll be okay. Absolutely. And you can do that right now. Visit lifebanc.org and look for the button that says register. And you too can save and heal lives. Thank you, Gordon. It was great being with you again. Same here, Colleen. We hope you found today's episode inspiring and informative. Let's Talk About Life can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Music, Spotify, and other podcast providers. And of course, always on lifebank.org slash resources. We encourage you to subscribe and we invite you back next week. And come on, let's talk about life. Thank you for listening to Let's Talk About Life. If you have questions about today's podcast, reach out to us at info at lifebank.org. Take a few minutes to do something heroic and register to be an organizer by saying yes at lifebank.org. Literally, someone's life is dependent on it.